0: Hello and
1: welcome to another Acid Rain one-on-one Talking Bollocks special with me, your host, Howard H. Smith. Yes, um, it's me, um, singer in band, comedian as Keith Platt. Please go to acidrain.co.uk, keithplatt.co.uk and you can also follow Talking Bollocks on Twitter, on Facebook, add it to your um, iTunes podcasts um, if you're an Apple-using twat um and if you're not you should have a podcast app somewhere in a tablet in a in a phone just tap in talking bollocks we're pretty much available anywhere subscribe to make sure you get all of these because there is quite a few um and been going for quite a while now and there's probably some shit there you want to listen to if you haven't Already? Um, so yes, welcome, um, Plea, and that little snippet you heard up front there was uh, from, our, from our first song in 25 years, Plan of the Damned, um, and you'll be able to hear that at the end of the podcast, and you can go and download that at acidrain.co.uk, where you can also find um, our tour dates, if you're not already coming, what the fuck, get your ass sorted, and get to uh, get yourself a ticket and come see us. It's going to be fun. Really looking forward to it. First time in 25 years. It promises to be a blast. So um, thanks for um, thanks for coming along and um, and listening to this. The third in the one-on-one series. I'm not going to uh, beat about the bush because there's no need to. There is no bush. Um, there was just beating to be done, so uh, Pete and I sat down, had a chat, catch up. Um, there's a, 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 it's a really cracking, rambling conversation about all things music. Um, hope you enjoy it. This is me and um, Pete D having a chat. Um, hello, um, welcome to the um, third in this series of Acid Rain one-on-ones. And um, uh, this time it's with Acid Rain bass player um, Pete D. Hello, Pete. Hello, H. How you doing? <laughs> I'm very well. How are you? You make um, very nice tea, by the way. Thank you very much. Uh, not at all. It's a pleasure. <laughs> um, uh, you find us in relaxed mood on a on a Saturday afternoon, probably the last sort of uh, dregs of summer filtering through the windows. I'm painting a picture here, guys. For fuck's sake, come on. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, we're um, uh, we're chilled out. I've just um, been watching a bit of a Sperm Birds DVD that I've uh, recently got. Cause Pete's C- can a- I
2: point out that that's a band, not a <laughs> Yeah, <title>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pete is. Um, if you haven't
1: if you haven't heard it or got it or ever heard it, Sperm Birds, something to prove. Um, it's fucking brilliant. Um, the uh, a- a- amazing
2: piece of USA and German crossover hardcore from the late '80s. There you go. Brilliant.
1: Yeah. Have superbly summed up by yourself there, um, and also the follow-up album um, "Nothing Is Easy" was a, was a good album as well. And actually, was one fairly recent one that wasn't bad. Was, uh, anyway, look, I, I'm rambling here, but they're, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, top band. And uh, and Pete was just saying the last time where he saw them at the Sir George Roby in 1992, and funnily enough, I saw them. At, we we figured this out the other day, didn't we? I, I, I saw them at the Duchess of York in Leeds, and we think it was the same tour because Alice Donut was supporting. Yeah um um which sort of leads um leads me on nicely to the fact that um there is there's always been a bit of a sort of hardcore uh punky vibe about acid rain or so I'm told I'm still not quite sure what that why that is yeah, it's coming from coming from middle class Harrogate <laughs> um but but you're um I mean uh, uh, w- you know we've probably got the most punky music tastes out of have everyone in the band really, haven't we? I mean, we've got we've got a lot of um, mm. we've got a lot of crossover
2: points. Yeah, uh, our yeah. tastes. Whereas and not, you... not just crossover bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But but well, yeah. You kindly, as you're, you're resplendent in Crumbsucker's shirt right now, you kindly <laughs> purchased me one um, when you were there to see him in New York a, a few months ago. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, we it, there's there's uh, there's a kind of well, you're a bit of a
2: hardcore fan as well, aren't you? Well, I have been since oh, bloody hell. Um... Trying to think what well, when hardcore as we know it first hit me probably about eighty five. Yeah, so, uh, De- well, it was Dead Kennedys for me really.
1: That just yeah. sort of, that was that was my gateway drug into punk and hardcore. And I've,
2: I mean, I've yeah, I've no, always was, been interested. Mike, what, what, what was your gateway Dead Kennedys record in, uh, uh, into that?
1: Well, I, well, funnily enough, my gateway album into metal was. Um, uh, Black Sabbath's Greatest Hits. Hmm. And my gateway into um uh into punk hardcore was Dead Kennedy's Greatest Hits, which is Give Me Convenience or Give Me Death. Ah uh, Um I, That's again, a cracker, all those alternative. It's, it's versions. just so good. It's fucking brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. But I not only did I buy the album, but I also bought the t shirt and also um uh cardboard um, Bit coasters as well because all of the all of the funds were going to the fighting. Yeah, it, it
2: came with a free newspaper as well, didn't it? Called Fuck well, Facts.
1: Well, Fuck Facts comes is in every Dead Kennedys album. Um, it's certainly in Bedtime for Democracy. Yeah, uh, they started doing them later on. Yeah, but I, I, I think it was the Convenience bedtime.
2: was actually was, was the first one that I saw.
1: I think now. Actually, do you know what I think? I think bedtime might have been my introduction. But bedtime for democracy, I think that might have been my introduction. Yeah, what eighty six? Yeah, which which seven. was a, which again was it's weird because that of all the Kennedys albums, that's kind of like that. That's the least obscure one. Do you know what I mean? It's like
2: it's weird because it's, it's made up of, of really uh, obscure tracks and different versions of well-known tracks. But it's probably the most accessible one they did. What bedtime? Yeah. um... No, um, Give Me Convenience. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Because it's, oh. sort of, it's a best of, but they didn't yeah. just you know, screw together tracks and all these different, oh, yeah, let's do a record company best of. It's like they actually put some thought into it. I'm trying to think of these, I'm trying to think of the,
1: um, because I got it on vinyl originally, and if I remember rightly there was a flexi disc with
2: it yeah buzz bomb and from Pasadena bomb backed from Pas- with night of the living rednecks Le- well, f- which was great Ray a guitar string and Jello had to add lip for four minutes great knowledge, great knowledge great <laughs> knowledge and so I
0: showered them with
2: water <laughs> yeah, and then the whole... police
0: came <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah it's just like <laughs> yeah. <And> they confiscated <laughs> my rock <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's,
1: it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like one of the Marx brothers they confiscated one of my, rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I one of my I, rocks I never forget a face <laughs> but in your case I'll make an exception (laughs) Um, um, yeah I I mean but again I think I think what um what what like the band that brought me to music and um, and that made me fall in love with music was was um full-on head over heels gotta have everything was was which Mm -hmm. um given we're both sat here talking about like um metal and hardcore and all the rest of it we we recently found out that um we have, um, yeah, we've got a bit of a first love in common there,
2: haven't we? We have, yeah. I, was, uh, I, I, I was, I was, absolutely obsessed with him at, uh, at the time. But been about eighty, I think. Back probably Christmas eighty three, January eighty four ish. Um, a mate of mine, well, it was a mate of my dad's who was my elected chaperone to take me to rock concerts, as my, as my dad put it. Yeah. And. Um, he lent me script for a jester's tear and I thought this is really good yeah. and uh, I ended up get, getting uh, uh, getting a pass out basically so okay you can go to all rock concert but you have to be accompanied by him and he'll make sure you don't drink and all this <laughs> first thing we did was jump as <laughs> he picked me up oh, yeah, oh yes I'll, I'll look after him and, you know, and, and off, I forgot, around the corner, he, he ripped open a can of special brew, he started nicking it on the way up to the Averson podium, and was on, oh, there's one for you in the glove box. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so <laughs> we just started. Dr- drinking and driving. Yeah, I know, it was, it was a, bit, a, bit of a, so, a bit of a funny experience that, but yeah, I, I wanted to see Marillion, and it, and it was just brilliant. Was that? The, was that? Was that
1: the Hammersmith Odeon show? Was that the? That was Hammy
2: Odeon. Was that the recital eight, of the script show? Was eight, it the one that no, was on the BBC? No, it wasn't. It was. It was the one after that. It was the. It was the first leg of the Fergazi tour. So it was eighth of March eighty four. So that was with the, Rage supporting. And
1: that's the first time you saw. That's you the saw, first
2: time I saw Meridian. Was
1: that right? Because that, was, that about, was actually my
2: first proper big
1: gig. Well, again, well, again, we. Talk about seeing bands on the same tour. Not only did we see Spermers on the same tour. um, I saw Marillion on that tour twice, which was Leeds University
2: and Sheffield City Hall. Yeah, I've still got Um, the t-shirt. I've still got it. I I don't. a Punch and Judy baseball shirt with Fugazi dates on the back. That's one of my most treasured possessions. I I remember the white
1: Assassin t-shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That um, yeah, was good, that. but um, but yeah, I I uh, that's the first chance I got to. Um, that's the first time first time I got to see him, um, and that was yeah, that was, that was my first gig. But this getting back to sort mm. of the, the Kennedys, well, I was, 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 um, was
2: going with, with the Meridian thing because the, the next tour they did right, okay. was the one that became the live album Real to Real.
1: Right, yeah, they had the, yeah, uh, yeah. the tour
2: programs which were designed like a passport. Yeah, I went yeah. on that. Yeah, that. You went yeah. on that. So uh, that tour when they hit Hammy-Odean, uh oh god I sound like a right geek here I've got all the dates 13th of December 1984 uh, I can't imagine why you sound like a geek here. Pete well I, no, <laughs> no I, I, only, I only know no, there's, there's a reason I know these dates yeah. A. my first gig you're going to remember the date you know, you're know, you going to remember everything about I, yeah, it you're going to remember every single yeah. fucking detail about your first ever gig and I remember the detail of the second one because the support act was Cardiacs
0: ah oh,
1: right yeah that's, you're going to remember that aren't
2: you well, of course I am and okay. uh, yeah, mind blown. Right. Okay. Well, look, I, I'm,
1: I've just been in the hallway to collect one of my um, to collect one of my uh, big frames where I, I keep all of the gig tickets uh, framed. So there you go. There's, um, oh that, wow! That is Marillion Refectory, eleventh yes. of February, nineteen eighty four. Oh, in the Refectory. And, of the uh, and the and the ticket, I do believe, was four pounds. Yeah. So, um, so There man. you go. What a couple of old guns. <laughs> but. Um, and I, I went I went to the um, I went to the uh, Misplaced Childhood tour as well mm-hmm. um, I always remember that because it was me me and Evesy who obviously drew Moshkinstein and mm-hmm. The Fear um, we went we went to Misplaced Childhood and the only way we could get there was my, my dad was was going to give us a lift so he drove us all the way there mm-hmm. and then he went to the cinema to watch a film while we, were going, while we were at the gig and then and we came out of Sheffield as we came out of the, the City Hall it started snowing and we're like all oh, right, okay now The drive from Sheffield back to Harrogate goes uh, along the M1 and it gets quite high at times. By the time we got out of Sheffield, the snow was really coming down. By the time we got halfway along the M1, um, it was serious fucking snow right and eventually it was on the way to or the way f- on the way back on the way back, the way back. back. yeah, yeah. Um, and eventually it got to the stage where it was proper like right you know me and Eves were bursting for a piss and it was like we can't stop because it's just not <laughs> happening so as we came as we came into Harrogate, it was really weird. There was a car in front of us that indicated right and drove off the road and straight into a ditch. So we presumed that <laughs> he couldn't see where he was going. Um, and it was just—it's one of those things. I can—I mean, I remember being behind that car. I can like close my eyes and picture it perfectly. Um, and my dad, of course, is no longer with us. But we were—we um, were, we were heading into. Harrogate, and we didn't want to go the way we'd normally go because that was like a back road, there was no way. No. And literally, he just had like put his foot down and hope we get up this hill into Harrogate, which we did. <laughs> we got back and couldn't believe it. I mean, it was like it was a full on mission. But I do believe that was the last time I saw them because I think, like most early Marillion fans, I think Misplaced Childhood was. There it, it was it, it was good at first, yeah. but it just kind of it wore off me.
2: And um, yeah, yeah. And it, it, I, I just got. I, I I thought for ages it was that classic case of if something's overplayed, it's like Dark Side of the Moon. I can't listen to that anymore because I've heard it so many hundreds of times. I'm like, oh god, it, it's it gets past the point where you know what's coming next, and you're looking forward to that bit. It's like you know what's coming next. Oh god, can I put something else on? I,
1: I got like I got <laughs> you like you know that what I mean. With, but I actually, like actually, thought real it, thing, it, yeah. it really
2: dated as well in, in a. In a in a yeah. strange way, I mean, maybe it's because yeah. I mean, I mean, you know as well as I do, most Meridian fans, especially at that time, were massive obsessives about the band, and yeah. you just absorbed everything. and but, maybe, it, but maybe also that, became, that contributed to the decline. In, but in also they became top thirty. You know, you got you
1: got Kaylee, which was Whoa, the number two yeah. single. Oh gosh um, Lavender. Uh, Why yeah. did they release that? Dilly dilly. Um, uh, Stick it right up your dilly yeah. Um, but then, but then the almost like the forgotten album, the transition album, I you know I listen back now. To, I mean I've got the yeah. the remaster of Clutching at Straws and mm. it, it's a fucking
2: great album because yeah, you can it, it's hear. It's I hated it when it came out, but I've, I've listened to it subsequently, and it's it's not as bad as I thought there, it was. There
1: there is a oh, seriously go go back. There is there is a brooding malevolence about the fact mm.
2: that it's
1: like you can. I, I, I think it's a, a great example. of You can almost hear a band splitting up, like you know. <laughs> you, you, you can, if you listen, you know, if you listen closely enough, you can hear the divisions in the band at work.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 like you know, Marillion's "Clutching at Straws" kind of uh, parallel to Yes during "Tomato," when you could just you could just feel the anger. Well, I yeah. can't comment on that. Not a, yeah. not a Yes fan. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that that was that was Yes's. Okay, we're definitely gonna split up now. Album,
1: right? Okay, All right. Well, uh, yeah. Go, well, going back to the Kennedys, I think mm. the, which is how we ended up on this tangent. Yes. The, um And nineteen eighty four. Well, yeah, yeah. This was, all, this was a, the,
2: all, all this happened in nineteen eighty four. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. But
1: um, but the again, I, I mean, I was always you know, fish straight away his lyrics and everything. I was like, wow, I'd never heard anything like this before. Mm. It was like somebody using somebody who's so eloquent and and getting that eloquence down as almost poetry, um, to go with music and, and it just all being perfectly synced together as like, I think that was a sort of as closer to Eureka moment as I think I've ever had with music where I was like, wow, fucking hell, that is, that's something to aim for, to be able to do that. That's amazing. And then, and then on completely the other end of the scale was, um, you know, hearing fish loved his voice, great, you know, great vocalist, great singer. Amazing lyrics and deep and emotional, mm. and then you go across to um, uh, Jello, where it's like, yeah, he's not really singing; he's kind of like he's, he's speaking loudly and weirdly, and yeah. these lyrics are almost it's political it's a, it's manifestos. It's,
2: it's a it's a frantic narration over music. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, and
1: but also that's a pretty really good way of putting it. Yeah, and, well, but also he's but also his <laughs> lyrics are just like. The opposite to someone like Fish, which was all like deep and emotional, whereas his were more sort of political manifestos and hitting mm. out at stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and again, I think it was I, I for me, I think it was that, you know, I I, I don't know what I, you know whether whether I I, I you know there's no way I was ever going to play guitar or drums or bass or anything like that. I, you know, gave it a whirl well, here and there yeah. and never never did, but I'd always even from uh, primary school I was in the school choir, you know, and and I think. Um, I was just drawn to these two massively different frontmen mm-hmm. um, but I, you know both uh, are they're as equally as influential on on what i've ended up doing um without a doubt it's just and that's what that's what sort of hooked me well, no, just, I mean,
2: do, do you have to base it on on the massive differences in in their delivery and lyrics i mean there's there's probably a really big common theme. Running through that—that's right in front of your face. You just haven't sort of thought about. It. There's got to be something in common with it. I don't know—is it wordsmithing, or the, or is it just um, the passion of delivery? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm like that with music. If it's not passionate, it can fuck off. Yeah, absolutely. No, and, I, and I, think, I I can. I can see why. Well, because I, I like both of those vocalists. I, I can kind of I can see that connection. It's just it's the way that you, you know they mean it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I think you know, just singing "Oh, baby, I love you," whatever, blah blah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I, Satan's going to rip your granny open with a chainsaw. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's not throwaway empty lyrics. There's actually some depth to it.
1: Well, and, and it's the, it's the depth, <coughs> it's the depth that, um, uh, that I kind of fell for with both of them, I think, mm. you know, um, definitely, yeah. um, I, I mean, from, from the sort of Meridian point of view, you know, I was, uh, around the time of script for just cheer, I was, you know. For experiencing my first love and therefore my first Aww. breakup, and Aww. of course the song script for Jess's tear is all about that, yeah. and it's this heartbreakingly beautiful. And um, but that, but also you're a, also at an, an age where it was like yeah, fucking kick everything over, everything shits, yeah. um, smother yeah. system, and there's you know and there's yeah. Jello and, fucking and, and, and agreeing then, yeah. with you,
2: and then there's the Marillion artwork, which I, I, oh, I yeah. think I think drew yeah. a lot more people into the band than the songs did. A mate, a mate, a <laughs> mate of
1: mine is friends with and near neighbour of Mark Wilkinson oh wow and has been for many years and it's like oh does he tattoo well, well the thing is he played in <laughs> the weird thing is the, the, this friend I'm referring to also played in Venom at one point right and the weird the weird thing is it's like none of that like ever bothered me because that's how I met him all those years ago it's Al Barnes by the way oh, okay. who played in Primeval. well no he did play in Venom he played in Prime Evil, yeah which yeah. was like that which is sort of now Venom Inc um mm. and if he was in them it would be the Prime Evil lineup. um but yeah, and, um, and uh, I, I met up with him a few years, he came, he came along to see me um, do some comedy, because um, I was down in Essex, where he lives, and um, yeah, he just mentioned, he, I don't know how it came into the conversation, and he mentioned that he was like friends with Mark Wilkinson, he was, and he's like a really top guy, and I was just, straight away I was like starstruck, do you know what, <laughs> what I mean? I was like, oh
0: my God,
1: you know him?
2: Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. And who, who of
1: course also drew, um, drew um, Book of Souls, the Maiden mm. cover. As well, yeah. He's, I know,
2: he's, he is awesome, yeah. I had all the t-shirts. Yeah, it's nice. I'm, I'm kind of glad that, um, because we're about the same age, and so uh, you're saying about that kind of that period of your life, you're just sort of trying to get to grips with the world and all that sort of thing. And uh, I'm really glad that Meridian happened at that time, and I got into them because, um, the the main reason people used to have a go at Meridian was oh, you're just a shit Genesis rip Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, we all go, no, no, we love Marillion, we love Marillion. And yeah. I'm so glad that I got into Merillion first because, I mean, no disrespect to Marillion, I then subsequently discovered Genesis and went, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> you see, a I... Lifelong love of early, what, well, early to mid-Genesis. Well, I, I, I never... feel um, by Merillion.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I never made that connection. I did, mm. um I did get Foxtrot and I did mm. enjoy it, um, but I never, I never got, Really, I never really got into him. Um, I was just mm. uh, but also, I think Marillion was, was a complete one off because after that, after Meridian, it was just metal, 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 yeah, think, yeah, um, yeah.
2: for many, many years. Yeah, um, yeah, I, mean, I, I think the prog scene kind of imploded anyway. So, I mean, like, you had what do you have at the time? You had Marillion, Palace, Twelfth Night, bands like that, but again, it, straight know, away, it, it straight was, away. It was a great little scene, and then, um, this what happens in every scene. There'll be, say, five bands. Yeah, are, the, yeah, the big, big five. Yeah, no, I was the, just going to say, the big, yeah. The big four, the big five, whatever. Yeah. And one of them will suddenly hit mega stardom, and then the whole thing implodes and then it just ends up in pubs again. But and...
1: like well, but like you just said there, I was just thinking, when you were reeling them off like Palace and Twelfth Night and uh, there's another band I'm trying to think of who might have been included in that, uh, beginning with a Q Or well, IQ. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. They I, were kind I, of in I, there IQ. as well. Yeah. IQ were
2: probably second from the top on that, but but, but this is but this is they th- were amazing. Th- but this is it, isn't it? This is basically you've oh, 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 got Merillion. On a slight tangent, it bites as well. Yeah. Like well, they were it. later on. They were later not, on. Not
1: much later. Um, well, they must have been because our management were managing um, uh, it bites in their early days after um, acid rain. Um, we split what 19... No. No, 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 no. They were going before that. Um, oh, yeah. Actually, no. I'm just trying to think if I um, if I sold any of their records when I was working in a record shop. But um, but um, we had um, um, yes, yeah, so you had the big four. It was like you know, Marillion were Metallica. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, and and then yeah, and then and, uh, you know, as Andrew O'Neill says, the big four bollocks. There's Metallica, and then there's a big fucking drop off, <laughs> um, and and it's it's the same as, uh, and I think it's the same with uh, with
2: that prog scene, you know. It, oh hang god, I've just googled it. It bites are an English progressive rock and pop fusion band formed in Egremont, Cumbria, in 1982. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they had anything out in 1982 Well, no, the, uh, they were on. They te- were, I mean, we they, were formed that, in 1985. They were on telly on. A there was a music-related program, and they were talking about the recording process. I've got it on video somewhere, and they interviewed Frank Dunnery recording all around the world. Yeah, and they were in pre-production at the at the Manor in Oxfordshire. What, what
1: are they doing? And that now? was like
2: mid eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah. Well,
1: actually, yeah, you know, no, no, because yeah, if you look here, Francis Dunnery left in ninety. Yeah. It was kind of a
2: done by them, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I saw it by to the marquee in about eighty five.
1: Yeah, you see, the whole prog thing was just marillion for me. Yeah, that was that was
2: it. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, but, um, you know, what I'm not like with the prog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 big, big fan. Yeah. Um, no, no, actually, <laughs> says the man who who just refused to pay one hundred and fifty quid to see King Crimson, but uh, my loss.
0: Well, yeah, I've,
2: I wouldn't pay that to see anyone,
1: to be honest. No, I might see that. To see, I might, I might pay that to see Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley fucking shot in the head. But, um, <laughs> I, uh, I yeah,
2: no. yeah, Paul, Paul Stanley and Dee Snyder bare knuckle, yeah. I
1: I, I listen to Dee Schneider's um, uh, podcast um, oh, this yeah. week, which deals with that fallout. But Ooh. the bulk of the podcast is also is about because it's. However, many years, I don't know if it's like 20, 25, 30 years, from the PMRC trials where he was, mm. the, where he was like one of the main.
2: Yeah, that was you know, 88, wasn't it? Because it was, it was him, Rob Alford, Frank Zappa, um, and other luminaries. Um, John Denver. Oh yeah. Who, abso- yeah,
1: who absolutely kicked fucking ass and annihilated them. And he yeah. sat there and basically said that this right, reminded him of Nazi Germany. And it's like, <laughs> as Steve says on his podcast, oh, you just saw all of the politicians just like, all the blood drawn out draining out of their faces as they realized that this is John Denver. Uh, comparing them to Nazis <laughs> uh, it's like yeah, yeah that's not a place you want to be in nah. but, but yeah so I listened to the decentized podcast and I'll tell you what it's really really it's it's, it's fucking great the way he deals with it because you, you'd think that he does like an hour and 20 minute podcast so you think it's mostly going to be the fallout from this big Paul Stanley thing mm. he only spends about 15-20 minutes on it he just kind of like just you know yeah, just skates just, just on just by it yeah, he just comes yeah. And, 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 but, um, but anyway um, another tangent. Um, yeah. And listen to, yeah, it's, it's certainly worth a listen to that episode though, because there's when he he's he's got great self awareness. He's like, you know, mm. he's saying he's like watched it back and just like cannot believe how cocky he was. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but
2: um, yeah, but he, he he presented it in a very very good way. Yes, he,
1: he's, uh, it, he, it, he's good. with words He is no, but <laughs> but do you know what? It's really interesting to hear him talk about it now and say basically that that was a, that, that contributed. Towards the, the the death of Twisted Sister, um, mm. because he you know he he went out there and, it, and denied it all and made himself a target basically. Mm. Um, it yeah, was I it, suppose. and you know he said like I thought I was riding you know I thought I was carrying the flag into battle, and then. As the ba- as things calmed down and realised I was just stood in the middle of the battlefield with my dick in my hand <laughs> and, and there was no one else around, you know. <laughs> but um but taking a, 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 yeah. a, a tangent back to um back to acid rain actually. Oh well, I was
2: I was just gonna push it back to Dave Kennedy's and, oh, and say so what my my gateway album to that was in God We Trust twelve inch and that, oh, you know, so, yeah, yes. that still sends shivers no. down my spine when I'm No I hear you're
1: it. absolutely right, same here. That's, it was it was in one. God We Trust, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah it was, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: What was it? Yeah. Uh, Eleven minutes of the most amazing thing I'd ever heard in my oh, life. It's, just,
1: it's one of the it's one of the greatest EPs ever. It's one of the yeah. greatest T shirts ever. It's you know I mean mm. it's just like you know I still remember a mate of mine had. Uh, in fact, I say mate mine. It was a game changer. That it was that it was Evezy again. We went we went to H and in Leeds and he picked up a Dead Kennedys. In God We Trust T-shirt. And it was mm. a grey T-shirt with the low, yeah, with I'll, the I'll, Dead I'll Kennedys. I've got that. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> it's, it's
2: falling a bits. I, I was
1: going to say, I've been, I've been trying to find one in grey. Like you just can't get them, like the old, the proper old school Kennedys T-shirt. That's no, a hard
2: I'm one to get. everyone's printing it on black now. Yeah, if, I, if yeah. I find any 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 grey ones, I'm going to buy one for myself, and I'll get you oh, one as well. Oh, Please do. So, yeah. so you know it's, we <laughs> can I'll build up. A, well, well we i We can build up a joint T-shirt collection. I yeah. all, all the shirts that we both want. Yeah, well, no, I, if I
1: see it, I'll get you one as well. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, right, job done. Right, and, and you can hold me to that. We, we have we have witnesses now as well. Yeah, we, we so have. We, we have witnesses.
2: I mean, things that I've, I've been listening to, like well, not not hardcore. I mean, Dave Kennedy's. I w- it wasn't quite hardcore, but it was hardcore because you know the mission statement for that for that record. No, no, I don't. Well, Dead have done it. Uh, give me can um, In God which, uh, No, Hang on, um, Ah, ah, um, ah. First album. <laughs> the robot ah, is malfunctioning. Ah, 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 does not compute. <laughs> they've done a load of records. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. They, they've done a bunch of stuff, and they've done uh, a bunch of stuff. <laughs> cool. And then, like, the punk scene was punk scene was starting to speed up a lot. And uh, apparently how the story goes was um, Jello heard the Minor Threat 7-inch and thought, is this what punk's doing? Is this the way it's all going? Fuck it, we can go faster. And the basic mission statement for that for that uh, EP was, let's be faster than Minor Threat.
1: Right, okay.
2: And they recorded it, what, f- early 82? So it wasn't long after the filler, uh, filler EP came out. And that's why it's so fast and so snotty because they said, "Well, we're going to get one up on Minor Threat." That is apparently how how that came about, and that's why that's their fastest and most stripped down raw. Oh, well, that's interesting. Release? Yeah, they were, I don't know if they were competing with Minor Threat. I mean, you know, Jello would obviously deny that and and say there was a massive reasoning behind it. But yeah, I mean, but basically, they were trying to outdo Minor Threat. No, yeah, well, that's um,
1: that's interesting. All yeah. these years later,
2: but um, then again. Think about the speed race you've got in all these different scenes, and this this will go this will go back to Acid Rain. I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm taking you back from your tangent through my tangent back into the Acid Rain tangent.
0: Right.
2: Well, no, the Acid it, Rain. Rain's not a tangent. Be... It's supposed to be the fucking theme. Is it? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was at that band that we was doing. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, Was yeah. we still
1: are? Yeah. Well, in fact, we're. It's about to happen for real. And those, no, no knees no sleep
2: till none eaten, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah>. um, <laughs> that like a metal equivalent of being sent to bed without supper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no
1: sleep till Nunnington. Nunnington monsters yeah. of thrash. <laughs>
2: yeah, Nunnington.
1: Yeah, we're playing Nunnington, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but now that th- think about all, oh, no, not all these. Think about like the thrash scene, death scene, grindcore scene. Uh, the eighties, 80s, eighties um, 80s, like early eighties hardcore scene, the UK eighty two stuff, you know, you discharge, exploited, that sort of thing. There's always been a speed race, isn't there? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think Bad Brains set the uh, set the bar in eighty. Minor Threat broke it. Dead Kennedys broke that, and then there was a little bit of a lull, and then everyone started going on the speed race, and you had bands like New York City Mayhem. Uh, oh God, that no. makes uh, a crab, crab Society North, which is a side project, <laughs> which was a side project of SOD. All right, uh, it was Dan Lilker. But yeah. before he before he went off and did Extra Hot Sauce, he did a, a band called Crab Society North. Um, it was New York City Mayhem. There was Larm from Holland, yeah. all doing yeah. like just see how fucking fast can we play? Yeah. Let's just go. You know, and this wasn't. Going the sort of Napalm Death carcass route, this was, you know, just more sort of a punky sound, yeah. but just getting faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. Yeah, but and, not, and, but and, not and, blast beat fast. Well, well, no. Well, look, long we using blast beats in about eighty four. You know, they, they were getting they were pretty much up to the to the speed that uh, Mickey Harris was knocking out in eighty six with Napalm Death, and they'd already got there and uh, New York City Mayhem and um, uh, oh, who else was there? Ooh. I'm trying to think back through my old demo collection now. But... No, <laughs> well, a, a, a lot. L- Larm, lot with a and New York City Mayhem were were the ones that really pushed it. They were yeah. ridiculously fast.
1: Do you remember? I don't know if I asked you this question. I think I think I did. And I think I remember the answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Yeah, well, for um, the benefit yeah, of the uh, life yeah,
2: life sentence. Life sentence. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: What? A fu- I mean, I, I think it, that for me, that's that is that's a tester. That that that's a tester because it's like. If if you if you remember or you've heard of life sentence, there's mm. that that's like oh right, so you didn't get into hardcore on course for alarm by agnostic front, um, <laughs> you know, which which was a big gateway for everyone because that kicked off rough justice, which was part of MFN, yep. which I do believe a certain band called Acid Rain was assigned to, but yep. we'll get on to
2: them. So there, um, yeah, yeah, I actually remember, I can I can see it in my mind now the the adverts they placed in Kerrang and Metal Forces when they were launching Rough Justice. And it was the Agnostic Front calls for alarm and Crumbs up lots life of dreams, kind of dreams yeah. next to each other in the advert with and you, you, know, ju- and, you know, and you're thinking new, like, new sound from America <laughs> and
1: yeah and thinking, you think it you and I I just remember looking at it and thinking well that's quite clearly the same artist um, who's done the the two covers mm. um, it just it, it I, I just remember thinking like that's really kind yeah, of yeah uh, it, sort of, yeah yeah and I just thought that's just poor do you know what I mean it's just, that is just poor because it makes both it makes me thinking like. It, From back in the day, you look at it you just think, well, you know, they're going to sound the same. Because they look the same. Do you know what I mean? Um, But then I got um, Victim in Pain on import. Mm. And I could not fucking believe that. I was like, this is fucking... This is what they used to sound like. This is fucking
2: awesome. I lost it from before they they discovered metal. Yeah. But it was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know... uh, That's an incredible album. it's, It's badly produced, badly played. Badly, everything. The, the lyrics are clumsy. The riffs are clumsy. Everything about it—it's it, it, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, it know, is. It's it's, it's 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 beautiful because of all its flaws. Well, it's was because um, uh, it because again, it's real. Well, I it's got passion that they meant yeah. it. Yeah, oh, well, fuck it, they no, yeah, they fucking you meant it.
1: But also, you have got the um... and that that shines through. But I, I remember it's just, it's almost like a sort of black album artwork as well. It was like black. It was a black cover uh, and that, it was
2: embossed. That, that's the reissue, right? Well, there you go. Because because yeah. the original version uh, they banned the sleeve. It was a photo from one of the oh, yeah. uh, one of the war yeah. war graves where they were shooting people yes. at the edge of the pit and pushing them in. Yeah, and they got into a lot of trouble over that. Yeah, no, I remember and, that. Uh, yeah, so that, that that was the it was reissued with a black sleeve. And they'd remixed it as well.
0: And then, so if
2: you get the original version with the Prisoner of War cover, that's on Ratcage Records. That's actually the original mix is how it was meant to sound. They totally yeah. redid it for the for the black cover reissue. Well, not well, not long. They beefed after it up those, a bit. I well, think I think it suffered. Well, not lo- well, not
1: long <laughs> after those really. Not long after those releases, mm. um, on the Under One Flag um, <laughs> part of the label. Um, yeah. There, there, there came there came a mini album that was to change British thrash forever. <laughs> 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 uh, well, right, Bollocks, we've got obviously. another British
2: band we can go and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, really fun.
1: Um, and yes, the uh, the album, of course, I'm talking about is Stein Always refer to it as an album. I know it was a mini album, but yeah. fuck it, <laughs> call it an album.
2: It's and, on a, um, a twelve-inch, just about scrape. It's a twelve-inch on thirty-three. You can get away with that as an Absolutely. just absolutely.
1: <laughs> so did you, so? Um, uh, were you there from the very beginning? Did you did you get Moskvinstein when it when it came out? What was your first experience of of acid rain?
2: My first experience of acid rain. Oh, it was. Let me think. I was at high school. Yay! And Feeling
1: old right here.
2: There was like, in every year, there'd be like two or three, four or five kids who are obviously outsiders and obviously were going to go punk, golf, metal, whatever like that. And um, I left school um, very fast and (laughs) under a cloud, let's not talk about that. Um, Right. And I I started hanging around with some of the, the metal kids from a couple of years below me. And we just sort of you know go out, um, getting drunk on the street and all the usual shit you do when you're about fifteen and yep. whatever. And uh, we we obviously tape trading and all that sort of thing was was. Rife at the time because no one could afford to buy any bloody albums, so you know you always sort of you take it in terms to buy. Yeah, go up to Shades and buy something, and then you'll tape it, and you sort of circle it around. And when you had the money, you know you would actually go out and buy the buy the genuine article. Yeah, obviously, and, you know we, we, which we did. We, you know, I like to think we had morals back then because we we trade for all sorts of stuff and get all these bootleg copies, but we'd always have this thing inside. We had to own the real thing when we had the money, and we yeah. did that. So I'm I'm round I'm round. Um, it was it was Dylan. Dylan Dolan, um, he ended up singing in a band called Winter of Torment, I think. And um, we, was, we was around was round his house, and up his bedroom. He's gone, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this out, yeah. So it's like it's like sort of Anthrax, Metallica. I'm like, all right, yeah, okay, you know, listen to it and put it on. And, and like, Goddess came through the speakers, and I'm like, fuck me, the production shit on that. <laughs> the guitar sounds like someone scratching a bit of sandpaper. I thought, hang on. This is really catchy. Uh, yeah, go on, go on, go on, take that for us. And that was it. And I, was, I, I wore that tape out. And, um, you know... Good call. I, the,
1: pro- the production is fucking shocking. Yeah, I know. But, it, but, it, but that is kind of what we nice, wanted. Though. You know, that's what we... You know, it is, it, but, <laughs> oh, oh,
2: you say that now. <laughs> well, no, no, it was.
1: I mean, well, no, that's why it sounds like it is. Because yeah. if there'd been a producer in there, you would go, no, you don't fucking want that. Yeah,
2: but, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but
1: um, you know, we... Uh, I I would never forget the look on the um, on the management's face when they came to listen to like the final mix, mm. and uh, and a manager who also managed Little Angels, I might add, oh, yeah. um, just went, oh well, yeah, it don't sound good when you have you know cut all the feedback and bits and out and it's like no no that's all staying in, that's oh right, mm. um, uh, and I guess I think that's sort of the the, the kind of sort of
2: punkyish ethic that kind of the way it was just. You know, it was raw. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you, what, I think my first reaction to hearing um as in the the absolute initial reaction, like the first thirty seconds, was "fuck me, this sounds exactly like nuclear assault."
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I can I could, can, I can hear that. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah,
2: because, um, and I think that was more to do with the actual sound, not necessarily the production, just the overall yeah impact of you know what's going into your ears without trying to disassemble any of it it sounded exactly like live, suffer, die. Yeah, that bit, that, that, like... Is that that real crunch? That B
1: stuck in a jar guitar
0: sound.
2: Yeah. Um, And I went in search, I was like, how old was I? 15, 16? And I went in search of the demo version, based on the premise that I'd been trading tapes, you know, through pen pals all over the world for a couple of years, already had quite a big collection. And I, it, and thinking it sounded just like Never Suffer Die by Nuclear Assault, I thought, mm, hang on a minute, that Nuclear Assault, have you heard the demo version of Game Over? Yeah. It's like a five track demo they yeah. put out before they actually went in and, and recorded it properly. And that sounds awesome. Well, so a bit like, I, well, a bit I went like, in a search. like the way the Moschkenstein demo sounds. So better than the I album. went in search of the Moshkinstein demo on that premise. Right, okay. <laughs> and I'd <preferred> the demo. <laughs> I, I do, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Just in terms of how it, how it hit me as a, as a sound, as an experience. And yeah, and, and that the Nuclear Assault comparison kind of remains. And I've, I've, I've played Acid Rain to a couple of friends who are sort of around a bit of metal but don't know, don't know much and haven't heard Nuclear Assault or Acid Rain. You know, and sort of gone to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's well, wow. You know, and then people who do know a bit more about it, so like sort of newer thrashers who aren't aware of the '80s things, and they say, yeah, that's just like that's like nuclear assault. <laughs> you know, Well, it's probably it, just it, as well we sticks. ended up on tour with them then, didn't
1: yeah. <laughs> um, so, did, when do you remember? The, do you remember like the first? Because you saw us live more than once, didn't you? Because obviously well, living in London, yeah, which you seem we seem many, to be here many, every week, many times.
2: First time I saw Acid Rain... Did you see us at the Hippodrome? No. Oh, what, such what, a shame, because
1: we'd have you on video if you... Would, yeah, if yeah, you were... I'm, I'm yeah. not
2: on that. Uh, I saw you at the, at the Marquee a couple of times. Yeah. I saw you at the Boston Arms.
1: Fucking hell, that's a rare one, with Annihilated. Uh, no, uh, yeah, it was with Annihilated.
2: Yep. Yeah. And Sacrilege BC. That one we argued about. At at one yeah, point.
1: we point. We, we have argued about that one, haven't we? Because um, there was the one that... The, we I, played, I, the only time we played with Sacrides BC was in Birmingham.
2: What I'll tell you what I do remember about that gig, which may or may not have had Sacrides BC on it.
0: <laughs> right, okay.
2: Because uh, you did the Dome twice, didn't you?
1: Um, I honestly think we only did it once.
2: What I think's happened... Well, okay, I, I can relate to this through flyers. There was one flyer... That was supposed to be Sacrilege BC and Acid Rain at the Dome that I didn't go to. Right now, maybe you were b- booked for it or you're on the flyer, but you didn't actually play it because you were supposed Absolutely. to play with Sacrilege BC. And there was the other one, uh, which I, I've, I now know is was a separate show, was the one where the flyer said Slam Diving Competition.
0: <laughs> I've
2: probably still got it somewhere. Oh God! And it was like uh, Acid Rain. Who can do the best stage dives competition?
1: Fuck. Right, okay. That sounds I don't like... I do if that I... was you. No, no, no. It, no, no, it, it sounds the like desire. the kind of stupid thing that a promoter would yeah, do. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, it was billed as as a, like Olympic slam diving and I, I hate that term, slam diving, because there is no such thing, if all you younger listeners out there... <laughs> uh, there is slamming and there is diving. There is no such thing as slam diving. I think it was Kerrang who started saying that and it's wrong. yeah. Mm. um there is slamming and there is diving and there is stage diving there is no such thing as slam diving but yeah it it was so it's funny you say that it was like as a competition so who can do do the most stupid dives and because acid rain were known for a lot of stage diving yeah um yeah it was full (laughs) and it was a little bit crazy yeah i mean well yeah people walking out there were broken arms and bloody noses and
1: I remember those. Um, I remember those gig. Well, I was gonna say I remember those having said. I, I yeah. I'm pretty sure we only we only played there once. Um, but mm-hmm. um yeah. And then, I and think then we, I saw it with
2: the Greyhound as well.
1: Well, that was our second ever gig.
2: Yeah, that might have been the first time I saw you because no, we,
1: sorry, that was our third ever gig.
2: Yeah, I went with. But, went, by, but I, by the I, way, I went, I went with Toby.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, said so Toby's a mutual friend by the way, listeners, who's um a photographer and friend of mine who um. Uh, I worked with a few years ago, um, and he's hopefully coming to um, the London show. Well, I think he's definitely coming to the London show. Yay! Bring his camera too, yeah, along with c- Kay. Because c- well. he,
2: he used to live live not far from me, and uh, we we were both into lawnmower death. And he was more in lawnmower death than I was, and he was he was uh, pen paling with him. So I used to get all my lawnmower information off him. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I, I went with him and a few other people up to uh, uh, the Greyhound.
1: Well, well, that was and, and this, if I
2: can remember who was supporting, but I've, I've got, I, I, Polisade Polisade, I'll, I'll have it written down at home. I've got all my gigs in the well, scrapbook. We did,
1: um, we did that gig. Um, that was our third ever gig but wow. by then we'd already set a by then we'd already set a theme. It was our third ever gig but it was our second in London. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, we did a lot of shows in London. When was, it, where I, was I, the first London and I, show? And I I since also by the way played the Fulham Greyhound when it got gutted and turned into a huge venue which was called the Cosmic Comedy Club. And it was called the Cosmic, but most nights it was run as a comedy club and I played there many times
2: um it was called as, something as else. it was called something else before that because they shut the greyhound down it it was closed for about two or three months then it was reopened under another name they had about six shows there um including cardiacs which is where I went there and then it shut down again and it got turned into a, a pizzeria and then it became a comedy club and then it, it well, a no, weird the, chain of the, events the
1: pizzeria comedy club thing was all around the same thing but yeah. what, but the, th- the weird thing is is that having played it as the cosmic it was huge mm. you've got they basically gutted um what it was the, the, the whole Greyhound. inside of the building yeah wow so they gutted the whole thing and it was it was it was huge it really was it was quite a daunting
2: because it was quite a big venue play play as well, as well. E- even as the Greyhound, it was quite a big venue it was a notorious, I think, as yeah. be, being the hottest venue in London for a while. Yeah, our yeah.
1: first, first London show was supporting um, uh, Sabbath. I was probably at that. That was a really weird one.
2: Where was that? I've um, been there,
1: you know. I I know Henry Heston was there looking to kick off Henry from Virus. He was looking there to kick off. <laughs> he just added somewhere.
2: me on Facebook this morning. Oh
1: right, <laughs> no, there you go. Hello, Henry. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks for the ad. <laughs> Um, what was
2: the? Um, I'm just trying oh, to think the bill. I, I, I'm trying to I, think where Sabbath would were... Totally don't remember the bill. Actually, I should do. I should do Cause I, no, hang on, hang about. It wasn't the grey. I saw Sabbath at the Greyhound supporting Candlemass. Wasn't that one? Was it? No. no. It was Sabbath headlining?
1: No. Uh, yeah, they were headlining the. They were headlining the Clarendon. It was the Clarendon Club Foot. I was there. There you go.
0: Well, we, well, obviously, we obviously made
1: quite an impression. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because we played there again supporting Death Angel yes
2: yeah hang on so was it the Sabbath one um, was it it the
1: Sabbath one or was it the Death Angel one that you saw no it was the
2: Sabbath one right yeah 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 wow wow okay cool yeah because we just rocked up crashed out and fucked up Uh, yeah went off. not wow so yeah so so, so I saw you both times at the Clarendon yeah Greyhound yeah yeah, I saw you a few times well, look. Bringing does it, that answer your question? It does. Bring, bringing it
1: all the way, um, bringing it all the way back around now, too. Um, me phoning Cy si from Annihilated and saying, "Look, do you know any bass players?" And he went, "Yeah, Pete from Cremated." And I was like, "What, Pete, guitarist and singer in Cremated?" And he was like, "Yeah, but he's a bass player. He's a bass player, like you know." And I was like, "Right, okay, cool." And so he sent me a number, and they gave you a call. Um, and he said he said, he said, he said, he said, I'm pretty sure he's a big acid rain fan as well. And I was like, all right, cool, that'd be handy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I, so knowing this, <laughs> I rang you and, and said, look, you know, yada yada yada, want to come down play bass? And and I I, I was quite taken aback with your um, with your response because you're, I mean, I know I, I know you a lot better now, um, but I was quite taken aback by your response, which was very much was very guarded and very mm. sort of uh, stupidly. Okay, and this comes back to like when I when I when I first spoke to Mark, mm. and I was like, and he was like, you know, can you send me some acid rain so I can hear some because I've never heard you. And I was like, mm. oh yeah, you know, because in my head yeah. he'd well, he would totally it'd be nice knew to us. Actually meet you? <laughs> yeah, I haven't actually met you. Um, <laughs> but um, but the same thing is with, with with you. It's like in my head, you know, I was going to go, hey, you know, want to come down. Mm. You know, play a few tunes with the band, and you were going to go like, "Oh, fucking hell, yeah, that'd be brilliant." But instead, your reaction was very much your reaction was, like, um, well, um, well, yeah, I need, I need to think about this." Mm. And uh, and and I was and I was um, I was keen for you to sort of just just expand on that because I I know why you said it, and I know mm. it because it was us two on the phone, and I appreciate where you were coming from, and then you made a follow up call the following day, mm. which was almost like. Yeah, I didn't need to think about it as much as I thought I did. Mm. Um which which was really cool, but your your reason for that sort of guarded response, which I which I completely respect cuz the way the way you said it to me which was, well, hang on, I like I want to know A if I can if I can do it justice if I've got like the the space in my life mm. for to dedicate the time to it. And B um I need to go and listen to the songs again and mm. go like you know these things that I can bring something to, and all it was it was a very considered a very considered response yeah
2: um well, I, I take music very seriously,
1: well, yeah, but I mean yeah, but <laughs> b- b- bearing in mind i've never I've, no one's ever taken being an acid rain seriously at all, so it, it, so it,
2: it was it, a unique it, change it, 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 it wouldn't matter <laughs> it wouldn't matter if it was it was fucking Johnny and the crap meters or anthrax, I'd have to sit back and think about it, yeah. Hmm you know yeah. well you know I, as you, i mean you've pretty much answered that question yourself uh i don't think i can add much to it i i had to make sure i had the time in my life to do it uh more importantly um i've been in bands where i've been fucked about and had people go oh yeah yeah, yeah and then uh, and i <laughs> i wouldn't want to do that to anybody yes and especially when you um I want to say up the game, but this is acid rain we're talking about. Um, I'm joking, (laughs) but no, especially when it when it's a known band, and doubly especially when it's a known band who've been away for a while and coming back. There's going to be a lot of eyes on it, and it's something that's got to work. Yeah, it's got to work. It's got to go like clockwork. It's got to. It's got to basically hit first time. It's like you've got one shot. That's the way I, I. I mean, I don't know if that's the case, but I mean that's how I. I perceived it. If this band's going to come back and do a, a, I I didn't know about the new tunes at the time. You just said, you know, we're getting Acid Rain back together, and I thought, well, you know, the the first thing you're going to think is, right, greatest hits tour, then what? And I thought, well, can I, yeah, can I bring something to the table? Um, Thought about it. Yes, I can. Yeah, I can. I can play all that. What I remember of Acid Rain that I can still hum. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Listen to some of the tunes to the Moskine style and fair and yeah, yeah, not obnoxious. I, I, yeah, I, I know you wasn't. And... Was, I wasn't so keen on that one, but yeah, anyway, yeah, no, if, I digress. I've just thought. Well, look, I can I can play those bass lines. I can probably do my own little slant on it if I wanted to, or if it's asked for. You know, I, I could have walked in and you've gone. Right? You were only plays the bass lines on on <laughs> onto albums. Yeah. Any deviation will require you to be shot. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah, point I, off for deviation. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I sort of knew you, but I, I didn't, didn't know what you were like. You could have been, oh, yeah, yeah, just come and play the tunes. Or you could have been like James Brown, you know, he used, he used to fire. You know why James Brown's backing bands were so tight? He used to scared find them. He used to find them ten dollars for every wrong note they played, and he had the ears of a fucking hawk. Right. Okay.
1: Or did he have the ears of a? Did he have the ears of a um, of a bat? The eyes of a bat. and the ears yeah, of a yeah, bat. It's, it's the eyes of I a hawk. Mean, oh, it? shut up! <laughs> <metaphors>. <laughs> no, I'm mixing
2: metaphors. i just. I no, I can see where you're going with that. I just want to yeah, see how yeah. far you take it. He yeah, had the eyes
1: of a blind man and yeah, the yeah. ears of a cabbage. Yeah.
2: No, no. <laughs> I, I, apparently, James Brown. Was absolutely, it was like Frank Zappa. He was just so tuned in to what was going on behind him. Yeah. He, he could hear like a slight miss off the ride bell in the middle of a fucking drum solo and he'd know it and he'd fine them ten dollars for every mistake they made in the set and that's why they were so good because they wouldn't get paid if they weren't playing it perfectly. So you, when you see been, when you, you see um, like that.
1: when you see acid rain on the road guys and you wonder why it's so tight <laughs> 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 Pete's just let you all in on more than you care to know. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, well no, yeah so, so obviously, don't
1: so don't obviously hurt me. well so obviously I wasn't uh you know I'm not like that and I mean I, mm. I, I really Our conversation, no, no,
2: no, you're not, you're a fucking pleasure to work with.
1: Oh, thank you very much, thank you. Um, I well, I remember the conversation we had up in Bloodstock Mm. when we were in the uh uh, in Reanimator's dressing room, and um, and you're just saying, like, you know, you're really you know, you're really enjoying you know playing the tunes and Mm. and and all the rest of it, And, and I have to say, um, that. You know, what I was keen for everyone to do is just like, well, let's learn the songs, Mm. right, now let's make them ours. Well, yeah, that's how you should do it. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's no point trying to make something your own if you haven't learned the basic rules. But also, I think the the, the other side of that is is as well as like, you know, I mean, everybody has asked me at one point, you, Paul, Mark, uh, Cookie, have all asked me at one point separately, like, um, you know, You've you've said oh well they, they you know they used to do this and mm. and I was thinking of maybe you know so is that what you want me to do and it's like well no you know ultimately if the guy if the if the guys are used to be in the band <laughs> mm. um, you know for whatever reason aren't in the band then I can't expect to get other other people in to pretend to be them do you know yeah. what I mean it makes no uh, sense
2: and, and to be honest if I'd have got the feeling initially that that might have been the case I'd have had second thoughts about joining yeah absolutely I, know, well, I, I, as I, would I I, I, don't, I don't want to sit there and be an Acid Rain 1990 tribute band I want to be part of Acid Rain doing what Acid Rain do and if it morphs a little bit and then new stuff comes out and whatever you know, I want to be a part of that process absolutely. I, I don't want to be slavishly copying other people's Riffs. Well, I would. To, 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 yeah. To, well, past the point where it has to be recognisable, and there's certain in, in any in any song that's written, <coughs> excuse me, or performed, there's going to be a certain set of what you'd call um, landmarks. Where there's a bit that has to be absolutely fucking note perfect, otherwise the song yeah. doesn't work. And then in between that is the bits where you can you know mess with it a little bit just to make it flow better. And yeah. as long as we've got the landmarks, we're good yeah
1: absolutely and I, and i i i th- yeah, i, I I've, think i'm
2: arguing over the you know split second timing of a, a little bit of one quarter second snippet of human oil or something just just to get that little bit of that feel right to make the song kick and if we got that but because... also i i
1: th- i think i think we're in um i think we're in a really good place i think we're in in exactly that place whereby mm. we've um we've learned the songs um everybody knows the songs but we've sort of we've taken them around we've made them. Our own, but there are certain bits that, you know, mm. are, are, yeah, they are sacred and you don't mess with those. Yeah, and I, I remember when, when Mark, uh, Paul and I first started playing, there was a bit in Goddess that we used to groove that is different to the, to the, the, the album, well, different to, different to any version. Mm. And it was really cool. It was really cool. And we did it a couple of times and then I kind of both, I, and I sort of said to, I said to both of them, I said, look, I love that. I think it's an awesome groove we've got there, but unfortunately, awesome. I think we've just got to let it go because yeah. it's goddess, and people don't want to hear that. No, yeah, they want to hear goddess. Yeah. You know? On, now, but 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 down the line, down the line, when Ooh. you know when we've when we've been around the block a few more times, and people have seen us. A couple of yeah, then it, it, oh, it, it yeah. you you can you can well, develop that, that, a that, more what, sort of live ninety a more sort of live
2: um, twenty fifteen feel to it up to a point. I mean that that was the that was a point I was just trying to interject there. Um I always try. And oh, yeah, good things, luck. Right, I always try and look at things from the perspective of the people watching or listening to the band, and we, we, we we've had. We've had this conversation a couple of times you know, yeah. when we 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 were chilling out as a band about, well you know, well we could do that, but if I was in the audience and you did that, I'd be upset.
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, yeah. Like, well, like, the, like, the famous like, one, the famous one is Paul. When I was talking to Paul about doing, um, we were talking to him, we, it, we, when the original lineup were together and we mm. we, were, we were sort of talking about maybe doing an obnoxious medley, and Paul was like, "No,
0: mm.
2: not
1: fucking medleys." Yeah. You know, no. They they make no one happy because you could just get a glimpse of something you think you're going to hear the whole thing of and then yeah, it fucks
2: as, up again. as as certain bands who who've done that and uh changed the way they, they play certain songs and, you know like a say certain life standards by certain bands who I really like but I will not mention um who um mess up with they'll, they'll take a, a, an absolute, you know, crowd-stopping you know, guaranteed to be one of the last two or three songs in the set, and fuck with it, yeah. And put in a you know, yeah, let's bring it down, um, and then and then stick another guitar solo over it. Or I'm like, well, okay, you you can drag it out to a certain degree if it's I, I don't know, like say let's give an example of a uh, okay Metallica doing "Seek and Destroy," you can stretch that to a degree, yeah. You know, come on! I can't hear you. Searching right, right, right. You can get away with that to a degree, but if you start adding extra bits into it and sticking another solo over it, and that, you know, it just ruins the flow, and you lose all the immediacy, and more so in thrash, you can get away with that. You know, if you know, you're not you're not the Grateful Dead. You know, yeah. I mean, if, if you're talk, talking about you know, I don't know, um, bands like Nuclear Assault, Onslaught, whatever bands like that. Um, you you can't you can't push it too far because it's it's fast frenetic music. There's an immediacy, there's an energy, and if you break that and try and break the crowd down, it sometimes I don't think it works. Yeah, and I I don't want to be party to that. Yeah, and you know because well, because I know if if I was watching a band and they did it, I'd be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you know you could have squeezed in another song rather than you know dragging. I don't know dragging human oil out to nine minutes or something
1: <laughs> <well>. <laughs> oh please god no um yeah but I,
2: I, but to to um yeah you see I what mean, I mean though I, oh no absolutely it's the way it's the way okay my mission statement when I formed Cremated was I want and I know that I'm, I'm quoting Cronos in that famous uh interview he did uh Hammersmith Odeon that ended up on the Ultimate Revenge Tour um but uh the, the, the mission statement was I want to form the band I'd most like to be in yeah and from a crowd perspective of what I yeah I want to invent the band that I would go mental for and follow all around the world.
1: Well that well that, and that led you into being in the band in a band that you used to go and see
2: yeah so uh, it's, it's, it's all worked out in the end doesn't it? Well uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I remember a, a approaching at the lawnmower Death Christmas gig um a bit drunk. And go, hey, H, yeah, yeah, listen. Nottingham, yeah, yeah, Nottingham. That was it. And and say, H, uh, yeah, um, and I, I was, I wasn't like starstruck. I was just trying to be respectful. I said, look, hey, H, look, uh, you, you sort of probably recognise me or not, whatever. Look, my, I'm in a fresh band. We're thinking, well, maybe I'd like to cover Goddess at some point. Would you mind if we did? Would you have any objections? Because I know you've said so much about Acid Rain never reforming, et cetera. And you're like, yeah, yeah, cool. Oh, Yeah, yeah, do you want to, you want to sing on it? If you, I can always sing on it for you as well if you want. I'm like, fucking hell. All right, cool, cool, cool. And then afterwards he told yeah. me that. The only reason he said yes was because he thought I was going to beat you up if you said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, think I, was, I was, was very drunk. Yeah, yeah, you were, you were a bit all over the place. Um,
1: but to be but to be fair, I mean, I, I think I'd already done my stint with Reanimator that night. Mm. Um, and I, I was buzzing. And um and and the thing is, I knew you were based in London, and like so when you said, like you know things are Covenant, I said, yeah, well, look, yeah, you know, it, when when you it play, it, play it in London, it closer than you knew. Yeah, closer than London. yeah. It turns out Pete lives about ten minutes from my house. We we didn't know this yeah. when for the last fifteen when, years we've been yeah, on each other's doorsteps. I know we uh, we we didn't know this, which was quite which was which was a great um, uh, quite a great find, bearing in mind that. Mark's in Newcastle, cookies in bridgend, uh Paul's in Exeter, you know what I mean it's like the whole fucking country and other countries are covered, mm. and then there's you ten minutes away um, but I knew but I, you know I knew you were based in London, mm. and I thought and I, and that's why I said, well you know if you I'm sing on it as well if you want because mm. I thought well you know you you you're obviously going to be playing london mm. um and then believe it or not, what was happening in the background when you saw me then mm. was that. Just prior, just prior to rocking up to that Christmas gig in sort of late October, um, was um, uh, Ramsey had basically handed in his notice, as it were, and said like that he wouldn't be doing the um, yeah the, the the Reformation, and so when I saw you then, the whole thing was really just at sea because mm-hmm. it was kind of like I just didn't know what was going to happen um, whether we were going yeah. to do it or not um, up in the air yeah absolutely totally up in the air um, and f- and and you know I had a chat with Kev that night as well and Kev was like yeah well you know I'm still up for it and I said well I'm waiting on Adam because Adam wasn't sure what he was going to do Adam wanted some time to sort of think about it because him and Ramsey were very close mm. um, and then the year turned and, uh, and, and Adam decided that um, given that um, Ramsey wasn't involved anymore but also the fact that, um, that Adam has really bad tinnitus which I completely understand he was like I'm, awesome I'm not awesome sure killer. he said I was going to you know I would have I been really willing to risk it if it was the original lineup, but now it's just going to be sort of different um, mm. I'm not going to take the risk I'm kind of sort of seeing it as a sign and I was like okay fair enough and that just left sort of me, uh, Paul who would have been standing, Kev and that was it and Mac, mm. sorry, apologies. Yeah. So um. So yeah. Then uh, and then you know, over a year later, um, I'm ringing you up and you're going, yeah, all right then. Yeah, oh, well. I'll think
2: I'll, about I'll, it. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay, give it a whirl. Um, yeah. like, and, um. Like I said,
2: I'm I'm glad that I did think about it because the last thing I wanted to do was just get into a band and go no you know what because I, yeah. I know I know how horrible that is when you get someone, someone in a band oh, false starts yeah, for, yeah false, false yeah. starts or, or, or worse still the people that are with you for you know three six months a year even and then go eh, well yeah mate you know uh, no I don't want that I mean, I've, I've dealt with that before and yeah. I don't want to reflect that on anyone else because you know I've got respect for other musicians with other musicians are being cool and then if they're not being cocks I want to really make things work, and that, and yeah. that's why I, I don't. I've had a lot of people ask me to join bands, and I, I just say, well, I'd, I'd love to, but I can't. You know, for, for yeah. various reasons. I, if I can't give you enough time, there's no point in me being a part of it because I, I'm going to impede you in some way in the future. Well, so it, I'd rather not put you through that, and I wish you the best of luck with finding someone else. Well,
1: it's the old, you know, if something's worth doing, it's, yeah. it's worth doing well, hmm. and you know, exactly, you have to commit to it.
2: Exactly, and I thought Acid Rain was worth doing well.
1: I'm just. Let I'm just go gonna. For
2: go, I'm going for a quick piss. Yeah, I need one as well. <laughs> We're <laughs> breaking the advert. <laughs> this is the advert break by toothpaste, by deodorant, by razors. Hey, if you guys got uh, anything you want to buy, we've probably got it for you here. Um, yeah, uh, Mad Matt, Matt, Matt Howard's mile of books. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, miles of books. Yeah, buy buy them. They're they're fresh. They're cheap. They're nice. They taste good. Yeah. He's still pissing. What? He's still pissing. What? Oh no, he's Is back. It, what, what are you oh, he's doing? back. Oh no, no. I was just advertising at your new business venture, Mad Howard's Mile of Books.
1: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'd say what. I'd say what. There's a fucking album title for you. What's that? Mad, Mad, Mad Howard, Smiler books. books, yeah, along with shitting on our legacy. <laughs> um, <laughs> shitting
2: on our legacy. Yeah, there you
1: go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm not quite sure what Pete was um, talking to you all about, but um, uh, yeah, we we sit, as we're actually recording this, it's um, it's just under two weeks um, till the first show at uh, Nunnington. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh and uh, yeah it's kind of like uh, really sort of uh, sinking in to be honest with you guys I'm just like uh, it's got to the stage now where it's never far from my mind I'll probably think about it once or twice a day um or if I don't something will happen and it'll it'll trigger it there's a lot there's there's so much to think about as well I mean there's 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 uh, yeah, there's a lot of money invested in t-shirts um, designs that we've had to keep knocking backwards and forwards, and then there's all the logistics and stuff—the stuff that you don't want to hear about, frankly. But um, you know, stuff like organising um, premier ins and ferries, and you know, and, and all of that shit, all of the lo- ah, logistics. And textbook urination. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, I was just uh, just sort of talking about like the you know because you've been involved in this as well. It's like I, I was just explaining that you know the tour's getting close and you start thinking like wow it's actually it's actually really close now yeah
2: it's actually happening but
1: but also it's you know these last couple of weeks it's kind of ramped up the you know We've been talking to each other two or three times a week about you know knocking t-shirt designs between you, me, Paul, and mm. and then like signing off on them and who's going to get what done and where's it going to get done and right like you know and this uh, and just you know, oh by by the way there's you know the picks are mm. done right we need to pay for them and uh, yeah. and it's just everything's just sort of bouncing there's, around there's a lot and going around
2: I and it's confusing but I, I think it's really good that we've got three people in the band who are like pulling their weight and doing something towards the greater good and you know it, even though. You know, might disagree sometimes. It's good that that we're all kind of doing something, and it's not just being left to one person.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you absolutely, know. absolutely. And and uh, and at that point, I'm, I'm I might add that the um, the the two who haven't been involved with you know you know all of that. Are, you know, still doing their thing. Oh, still ab- doing oh, their oh, bit.
2: Oh, oh no, 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 no! You, you get me wrong, sir. You get me wrong. No, no. I'm just <laughs> making. No,
1: I'm just making sure that they receive the credit they deserve. Oh, ab- absolutely, lutely. You know. Yeah.
2: Um. The, 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 they got. They got busy lives. Well, we. Yeah, I mean, we I mean, all have. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. But it. No, I mean, it's been. Um. It, and also, I like the fact that you know we we're, we're going to be coming at this with.
2: Um, Instruments.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, no, but we're going to be coming at this the way I wanted to come at it, with which is, um, we. I mean, I think we've got a really good set. I think mean, it's nice and tight. Um, we've got a nice range of merch for people. Um plug, plug. the Yeah, plug plug. There is that for those of, for those who listen to this prior to the dates and those who are actually coming. To mm. bear in mind, there's going to be people who don't even don't know about the podcast or anything like that who are going to probably mm. come to it. After the tour as well, but uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but we've got stuff to give away as well, you mm-hmm. know, which, which, yeah. which, uh, you know, I, I really like. I think there's just something, you know, that's again, I think it's that like that sort of hardcore ethic as well, which is, you know, um, just being able to give a little bit more to people, um, for yeah. you know, for the for their money, um, which I think is important, you no, know, more this, important
2: now than it ever has been. None of this aloofness. You know, well not not but, there well, ever was but um... well, no I mean in comparison to, to a lot of other bands especially um, metal bands going out doing this thing oh yeah, yeah, yeah and they're just like yeah 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 we're doing all this for the fans yeah and then they just stay in the fucking dressing room and don't want to talk to people and that I mean those are obviously reasons why you know any band even the friendliest band would sometimes members would want to just not be around for various reasons but I mean yeah. if, if you compare I mean okay I'll take Hyrax as a great example uh, they they played uh, quite a low key show in London a couple of months ago, and the whole thing was running late, and it was getting a bit you know and um, getting tight for time. And uh, Kate on just g- g- got on the mic and said, "Right, you guys, hey, we oh, um, I'm not even going to bother trying to do his voice, yeah, because it's, it's basically, like, right, you guys, we're well, we're we're going to play some more songs, and, and we're going to we're going to finish because we're running out of time. We're, we're going to come and drink with you. Where can we drink with you guys? And they were just like, you know, let's go to the pub." <laughs> you know and there's yeah. these people who have, have been waiting for what well, well, my, like myself I mean I've been waiting to see higher for nearly 30 years and they finally make it over and they're like yeah yeah thanks for coming I oh, we really appreciate it right let's go down the pub and get pissed like and they they did they just sort of packed the gear out and they're just milling around going hey you no know any good bars come on hey I'm like fucking hell that's nice. really really nice yeah you know, rather yeah. than just sort of cooping themselves up in the tour bus and going, yeah, 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 no visitors. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, we certainly won't be doing that. Yeah, because no <laughs> yeah, yeah, we not got a tour bus. bus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if we did, we'd fucking be on there just with the curtains shut, going, fuck you all. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> <tell> you what, <laughs> i mean,
2: say what... I'll be having my personal nail technician.
1: Well, like, well yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I was talking to um, uh, Mick, our, um, uh, our PR agent mm. this week, and he said, like, um, I've got a load of requests here for you for uh, oh, yeah. for for when you're um, for when you're on the road. Like, you know, what's what's the score? How you're handling it, and all the rest of it. And I was like, oh, great, brilliant. And it's like, there's no way do I want to spend my entire time like on the road, just like doing interviews and not, no. you know, and not being able to be out there. And and because the thing is, I I it's I know there's just gonna be, I'm gonna see so many old faces that I haven't seen for. Twenty-five years, you know, and and people just coming up, going, "Hey, do you remember this?" And some I'll be like, "Fucking hell, yeah!" And some people I'll recognise, and other people I won't recognise, and I won't remember. You know, I have the full house. Um,
2: No, I don't. Hopefully, none that you you do remember and go, "Oh shit, no, no." Yeah, yeah. What do you
1: mean that child's mine? (laughs) Uh, What do you mean, daddy? Um, yeah, oh god wouldn't that be scary wouldn't that be scary like meeting some 25 year old dude he's like yeah you're my dad you know It's like what <laughs> fuck off
2: it'd be worse if he had a Newcastle accent <laughs> yeah yeah no, but I, and I, I ended up playing in your band I mean, what Welsh <laughs> no Polish <laughs> yeah yeah close
1: um, oh, but yeah I, I, I've got to be I, yeah I mean that That would be um, that would be fucking hilarious and mm. if anyone's listening to this and thinking of fucking getting their 25 year old son to to say, uh, go up to him and tell him that he's your dad. Fuck you! Don't do that. I'll have a heart attack. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, that's that's got me worried now. Um, but uh, no, I, I, I yeah, I'm just, I, I can't fucking wait. I really, really mm. can't fucking wait. I have to. I have to say that I I'm, I'm trying to focus on the I can't wait. This is going to be great fun as opposed to all of the other bullshit that has to be gone through. You know, uh, just all the other all the other various like you know the logistics basically yeah, which which can sort of mount up and it, and, it, and there's a danger that
2: it chips away at your enjoyment of it I don't let logistics ever chip away at the enjoyment it's, it's like a it's a means to an end and if you want that end enough you'll just do what you have to do and just do it and it will get stressful at times you just do it yeah you just plough through and go okay oh this is a pain in the arse but oh god but, oh, Think how good it's going to be if I actually pull this off now, rather than getting stuck. You know, like I mean, it's something sim- as simple as booking hotels. You know, yeah. you know you've got something sorted out. You know where your, your whereabouts are going to be for pretty much the entire tour. No last minute surprises. You've got everything planned, yeah. and you just you just swallow it and do it. Yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, if there's if there's any upsets or, or problems, then yeah, that that can wreck the enjoyment of the uh, you know looking forward to it. Yeah. But, you know it's well, it's it's, 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 a necessary, well, honestly, it's a necessary evil it's just a necessary part of the process well everything's gone fairly fairly simply so far i think it's got a lot um, of clockwork mate. yeah to be yeah. honest i mean you know we've, we've all got things we can moan about but in the grand scheme of things it's fuck all
1: yeah oh, absolutely yeah. um it's just i mean well we've we've proofed the shirts uh, that that one set of shirts off i haven't mm-hmm. proofed the others i haven't heard anything um so I might I might just uh, put a, a little message in there to see where we're at with those. Mm. Um, uh, and <laughs> uh, delivery-wise, I'm thinking, yeah, pr- that that's that the hardest part of it is like delivery-wise. I'm thinking, right, I, I I just need to find it because my calendar for between now and the tour starting is just full. Mm. Um, I am I'm gigging c- comedy-wise. Uh, a lot i've got a few podcast slots um uh that i've you know gigs i've got to get to and and interviews i've got to do um i've got another agency that i work for so i've got some stuff to do for them um uh, which is um sort of looking after some pub quizzes and stuff and i was just looking at my calendar the other day and i was like fuck i've got to try and find some time to actually be at home one day mm. to receive <laughs> delivery of um of um of shirts mm. Um, but you know, even so, that's 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 gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. Um, yeah. But uh, I, yeah,
2: I'm, I'm yeah I'm I'm fucking no, that, really look, excited. Don't those proofs look good though?
1: Yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Actually, do you know what? One thing you guys me, are gonna love our merchandise.
2: I tell you what,
1: one thing that really excited me was just it was actually just going out there and buying my um, buying my mic um, because I bought a wireless Ooh. mic system about a week ago, folks, and it's like. That you know, it's the gear thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm.
0: oh, I've got a, I've got a fucking bit of gear,
1: but it's just like, I because I'd been thinking about it and I've been like, should I bother? Should I not? Should I bother? Should I and I was like, do you know what? Absolutely, um, it needs to be done yeah, because well, it, because asked. I because I was always all over the place, and I, I mean, I had yeah, a, I, had, I had a wireless mic probably from the Fear tour onwards. It was mm. only the first Mosksteinstein tour where it didn't. From there on, we're like Tory like, yeah, that's I always, where you got I'd, the scars from. I'd, yeah, yeah. So I've got, so I, so I always have my own mic. Um, and yeah, I've, I've never used a mic stand ever. So that's a, that's
2: a perennial problem for singers that they, they always get jealous. It's almost like penis envy, you know. You, you, you know we have no gear. Have we have no gear. All these lovely, shiny, thousands of pounds worth of kit. And you've got a microphone that was there when you got to the venue. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, and that everybody else is spat in over the years. Yeah,
2: yeah, that is, you know, turn on it, you could do a Greg Lake and say, well, well, you know, Keith Emerson's got his massive bank of synthesizers and hammered organs, and Carl Palmer's got this eighteen-piece drum kit with all the metal on it. Um, all right, fuck you, I'm going to have an eighteen-foot Persian carpet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could
2: do that. I could,
1: yeah, I could handle a Persian carpet. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, but but that was but that was, and again, that brought it more real for me as well. It was like like wow, I've I've actually got this. This, yeah. is I, this,
2: this, is, this is going to sound, sound terribly anal, but I got this massive thrill of enjoyment when I ordered the flight cases for my equipment. Yeah. I just thought, yeah! Jesus, how much? Yeah! <laughs> it's happening! Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and um, and seeing that bag, seeing the bag of pics that you put on Facebook as well. Oh yeah, as if that's the bag. I've actually electrons. put that up yeah.
2: I just, just put it on. I think uh, Dean reposted it. And you know. Paul has. And Paul, a, I think Paul. Yeah, yeah Paul Paul's he, edited it. Yeah, edited it so you can see his and just see yours yeah, yeah. and all the but other which
1: is, which, we, which which are quite light. It's like ooh yeah, mine are yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, because because they're all they're all
2: is. Paul's pics. Of course, we're we're just using Paul's pics. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. But there's yeah, um, they're, they're, they're all Paul's Yeah, uh yeah. That's it. There's only one type of pic. That's, yeah. that, that's Paul's pick yeah. so, but the fact you could just see in the corner you can just see like one of cookies with like the arse bent over it, you know? it's just like <laughs> fuck's sake brilliant um, but um, uh, yeah I mean just little oh, things God, like that
2: tours like these personalised picks I know it's like it's. Mics, it, it's yeah, fucking, yeah. I know
1: it's, it's proper isn't it it's like three we're gonna have three different shirts yeah that's right motherfuckers you heard three different kinds three of shirts three different shirts three different kinds of shirts actually it's four free stickers uh, well yeah but we don't you don't want to say that because they'll have gone by the second or third gigs. So well, and, you
2: better come to the first and second gigs and buy, and buy I, the, the by the fourth shirt. I tell many of them people
1: who've come to people who are going go to go the, no, the the Nunyton show. Yeah, the Nunnington? Yeah, no, the um, uh, Nunnington show. yeah, the <laughs> Nunnington Monsters of Thrash show. people who <laughs> are going to that gig don't realise that they it, well they do probably do realise, but that's the, that's the place to go if it's merch you're after because because yeah. we've got a few things we're testing the water with. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that, oh, that, yes. we'll A few will go at Nunnington and and probably most left that I you know maybe there'll be like one or two left by London. Maybe not. Maybe. Um by the way that reminds me the um the 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 other t shirts that um, are getting done. Mm-hmm. Um he is giving us X amount in X sizes for the first three dates. Yeah. And so we can take a bead off that and apply that to the second half of the order. So he's gonna yeah. give Oh right no he's he's gonna give us two thirds for those first three dates but then we, can, and then we can get whatever sizes we're lacking after the first three for the second three dates.
2: Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, an insight into the mechanics of the Acid Rain merchandising empire. Yes, feel lucky, bastards. <laughs> um, so, this yeah. is brought to you by LucasAid and Sterodent.
1: <laughs> and that's, that's funnily enough what the T-shirts are going to smell of. <laughs> um, yeah, Acid Rain Jizz, which is a mixture <laughs> of LucasAid and Sterodent. Excellent, it'll, it'll come with the smell of cat do, piss. Do They do even make Sterodent anymore. Uh I don't know. Have we have we just dated ourselves? Yeah. Like, well, you know, we are fucking old. Cultural <laughs> references, you know. They're, they're, yeah. Oh I love Morecambe and Wise, the Christmas special, can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Oh I've <laughs> um, got my <me> new
2: Walkman. <laughs> really? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I've got some
1: of the, I've got I've, I've just got some
2: awesome chrome tapes. I was about to say chrome tapes. Yeah. yeah. What's in the K S A X? Uh
1: nah, C C90. ninety. C nineties. C nineties. No. Um Uh, Yeah, in fact, there's a there's um,
2: there's a tape in the deck there that I'm gonna I'm gonna sort Uh, out. H H is currently pointing at a uh, quite quite an old but expensive in its time Technics hi-fi all-in-one. Yeah,
1: and it's there's a cassette. It's one of those. It's one
2: of those all-in ones where it actually looks like separates, but it's not. They all got ribbon cables behind the back. No, no, it's one of them.
1: No, it is. It is separates. Is it?
2: Yeah is that really it. separate oh wow yeah yeah it's separate oh, oh, oh that dates you you've got a graphic equaliser exactly to equalise your graphics and I tell you what it's a fucking beast that thing mm. as well what, what's, really what's, nice. what's that what, what's that on there uh, Mick Vol what's that is that a bloke who designed it uh, yeah it probably yeah, is right. actually yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but no I'm going to I'm going to run a lead out of that later on and we're gonna I'm going to put um, uh, Blind Aggression up as a free download okay um, the live version but I'm also
2: going to ah that version yes
1: but uh, I'm going to I'm going to add the intro on it as well have you heard the intro with Billy Milano on it oh, oh uh, no right okay well I'll play that off. hey excellent. whenever I do these podcasts there's always something that we're going to like talk about off air or yeah. do off air and that's the one for this one I'll, yeah I'll, I'll play that um uh, uh, once, we're, once we're off
2: air as it were excellent is, is that what the paddling pool for the baked beans is for <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, yeah
1: no that's for uh, that's for a charity uh, charity do later
2: oh, oh right it wasn't but big, the bucket
1: of sperm in the corner that's specifically for you
2: oh, oh right well that, that wasn't Billy Milano's bribe
1: <laughs> no 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 um,
2: <laughs> the, the beans not the sperm not yeah of course of course um,
1: <laughs> so yeah they, I, I'm I'm really pleased with the way rehearsals have gone as well I mean we've we've, um, we've got everything tight um uh, we, you know, all everything. you know, There's a place for everything, and everything in its place. Mm. I think the, I think the set is right. Um, it's, it's a bit light yeah. on stuff from Obnoxious. It flows. Yeah. It's, it, oh, in fact, I mean, my humble opinion, it's very light on stuff from Obnoxious. But um, it, th- there's, there's more live songs that we have to play from all other albums than there is Obnoxious. The only sort of two that really demand to be played from Obnoxious are. Thoughtful sleep and creative restraint, and we will be playing one of those. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll certainly add more of that album into the set in in future tours and stuff. But um, you know, I, I this is what it, it, the same the same thing as the songs we play is the dates we're playing. You know, uh, you know, people have been going like, oh fuck, you know, you know, you're not doing it, you're not not, not playing Newcastle, you're not. And it's like, yeah. And somebody said to me, they're like, oh, you're not playing Newcastle. It's like, yeah, no, we're not playing Newcastle or Birmingham. Mm. Or Nottingham, you know, or, or Leeds, or Bristol, which is you know where the band is from mm. originally, or so it's still got a big following there, or Bristol, or any of Wales, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's it's almost like we need to do another tour, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, funny that, isn't that strange? Isn't yeah. That weird, and then and people are going to come and they're going to hear the set, and there's going to be like, oh, we didn't play this off obnoxious, and oh, we do, and it's like, yeah, well, what would be the point in coming back? doing a 10-day tour covering every town you know every major city
0: mm.
1: with a with a with an hour and a half long set playing every song everybody could ever wish to hear
2: yeah where'd you go from there yeah you know you can't fucked.
1: yeah so people just have to realize that yeah this is you know it's it's um we're just we you know it, we're, we're not going to them yet we just we're, this this first tour is just putting mean, we're yeah. just putting the head in yeah yeah it's just it's just the head um, um, yeah, just we, the tip. That's it. It's just, just we, we will fully insert the rest of the pe- the acid rain penis. Um, <laughs> Don't talk about Dean like that. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey oh. that's out of order. That's out of order. Um, no, that no, is, Yeah, but Paul drew him. Um No, there's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's got to be. You know, it is just bit by bit.
0: Mm. You
1: know, it's bit by bit, and it's just. You, you know, it, we are going to get to a point because the weird thing is people remember straight yeah. at what I know people remember oh yeah Acid Rain used to come on with Devil Went Down to Georgia
0: mm-hmm.
1: we stopped using that in 89 mm. you know uh, but it's what people remember you know and and it's like oh but hang on uh, you know well, oh, you didn't play Postman Pat it's like yeah we are in a special guest slot
0: you know yeah. we, it, it, you it's know, not our Zentrix show
1: follows it's not our show mm. and when we did all the stupid um, uh, little bits and pieces like um, uh, postman Pat and stuff like that. Mm. It was only ever when we had headline slots and we could fucking. I mean, you know, you will never, you will not find a single tape, a bootleg of Acid Rain, fucking fucking about being, you know, playing stupid songs when we were supporting. Mm. True, because you can't, you can't afford to. It's a fucking, it's an advert for your band, and mm. you got to go for it. So, um, I mean, you know, I, I, obviously, we're still gonna have a laugh. That's what it's all about but you know we, I, I have spent I'm not coming back after 25 years to play fucking bod Trumpton <laughs> and, and Postman Pat you know and if people are, are going to be are a bit disappointed by that well, go home and fucking listen to post- <coughs> Postman post from you know, yeah, and and worries again, his car as well. I'm not coming to, yeah. not spending 25 years to come back and do a bad news cover. No, no, you know, yes, there's room for all of that in yeah. the future. In the
2: future on the subsequent tours that we will do Where, people, wherever they may be wherever they may be, yeah in them towns, possibly that people have been complaining we're not playing, which is out of our hands? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's yes, not, I've, I've been like blam- I have da- been blaming centrics. Us.
1: I've been blaming centrics <laughs> for for all of it. Oh, okay, um, but no, no, absolutely. You know, I mean, and the thing is, as well, is like I said. You know, this particular person said, "Oh, you don't play Newcastle," and it's like it's, it always amazes me how insular people are. Because yeah. they go like, "Oh, you're not playing Newcastle." It's like, "Yeah," and you haven't looked at it and thought, "Wow, I bet people in Birmingham and Wales and Leeds would be pissed off as well." No, it's just me, it's yeah. me. I'm just pissed off about me and whether they're not playing near me. So it's me, 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 me. Yeah, and it's that same. It's it. it, it you know, always amazes me that it's just like, like I said, so so insular. And it's like, well, look, there's yeah, there's mm. lots of places. In fact, I think if you look, there's more places we're not playing than we are playing because, yeah. funnily enough, it's only six dates.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and, and I'm really, really pleased that two of those dates are, are Dublin and Belfast. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because they are two places that um, were so fucking welcoming um, mm. of acid rain. And we were big over there. I mean, yeah. we were fucking proper, like not rock charts, proper nas- national top 10. You know, oil was in the top yeah. 10. For and, and That's on, ridiculous. And on the
2: other side of the That's coin. That's ridiculous. Ireland, as as an entire landmass gets very few decent shows coming mm-hmm. through, and you know if anyone's deserving of some some touring, well, the thing is, we, I'm, it's Dublin and Belfast. Well, well, so yeah, I mean, possibly other towns in the future, but well, obviously you know, one of those at, towns at least, is in an Ireland and, and one isn't. Well, but, yeah, um, I, I, I said Ireland's a landmass. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I'm I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying not to get. I've I'm, made. Not, that, I'm not going there. No, no, I made that
1: mistake on the podcast, and Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, you know. I, Got, you know, got a phone call saying that I had to be out of the building in fifteen minutes. Uh, um, there's, if you look at it, it, uh, the old obnoxious tour, um, yeah. the poster up there, there's um, there's proof of how much that we liked Ireland because we played Cork, Dublin, Derry, Belfast, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, and Drogheda. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I mean, that is, you know, that's that's as uh, as encompassing as an Irish tour as you'll ever see. Yeah. Um, and I wish we could play more of Ireland. Um, now it's just not feasible these days because, unfortunately, you know that the, the numbers aren't there. But um, but I, you know I can't wait for Dublin. It's gonna be it's gonna be fucking immense. Um, but um, now I mean that that's you know that's that's yeah that is gonna be a fucking special show. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I really am. Um, and and yeah, we'll we'll get to everywhere else eventually, and you mm. know yeah, we're we're gonna play. But having said that, there is going to be some people who come who, who come and see us walk away, um, who will probably be disappointed. You know, it's people who come away and go, like, oh, it wasn't what I was expecting. But mm. the thing is, you can't if people whatever people's expectations are, um, you can you know you, you're never going to be able to tick those boxes. They've been created in their no. own minds exactly, and. Um, and you know they can be swayed by all sorts of different things or we can do i mean i remember we had this conversation in the practice room last time we were all together and we we're saying there, there is that nice element where we go well hang on if i was in the audience because because you know you paul and um dean having been um uh acid rain fans mm. it's good that you've got that perspective but by the same token um i you know i, I reference my my stand-up at this point is like I I can't you can't ever write material um, f- so because you know people because you think people are gonna find it funny you can only write what you find funny so you yeah. can only it, it comes to a point where you actually have to go do you know what um, w- let's just do what we what what we j- enjoy doing what we yeah. think is best and that's that you know I mean Look, look, look at the um, look at the second guessing with announcing the lineup and and trying to do a new song because do you know what I mean because mm. people might not be accepting of the new, new lineup and and the, the acceptance was absolutely you know across the board breathtaking uh, yeah and then we put the new song out uh, and, and everyone goes wow this is fucking amazing you know some people saying it's the best thing you've ever done and shit like that it's like what you know mm. didn't expect either of those things yeah it's a cracking tune Yes, it is a cracking tune, and um, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it live.
2: Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Well, I think that brings us. Um, I think that brings us kind of like full circle back to um, looking forward to playing it live. Looking forward to playing "Plan of the Damned," a song which we uh, we recently released, which you which is probably already been. I'll have played it by now.
0: Yeah, I'll
1: have played it right at the front of this episode, mm-hmm. or or I'm about to play it now at the end of the episode. I'm not yeah. quite sure. Probably the end, actually. Now I think about it. So, actually, Pete. Would you, so, would you like to introduce the um, uh, Plan of the Damned? Because that's what's going to be coming next. Um, do I have to?
2: No. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, so, no, uh, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you introduce it. All right. Okay.
1: So, um, so that's me. That's me and Pete. Um, uh, or rather, that's Pete.
2: Um, no, I'm, I'm I'm Pete. as he's the other one. That's right. So mm. it's um, so it's it's good night from me. Yeah. Oh, when's this going out? Uh, at some point this week. At some point this week. Can I, yeah. can I plug something? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Mosh Against Cancer are doing a big show in Derby uh, called Padfest. It's been run by Paddy from Lawnmower Death. And my other band, Cremated, are playing it. It's on Saturday 26th at the Hairy Dog in Derby. And it's us, Bullriff Stampede, and Icon, and Line of Fire. And uh, There's about 10 bands playing. Cheap to get in. All the money's going to charity. Please come down and support it if you can. Thank you. Is that September the twenty sixth? That's September the twenty sixth. All right, yeah. so a week today, in fact. A week today, yeah.
1: So there you go. We're, we're recording this on the nineteenth. maths yes. fans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and anyway, uh, uh, without further ado. Without further ado, this is the first new Acid Rain So I'll fuck it. You've heard it plenty of times. Hear it again. Oh, I just
2: plan of the damned by Acid Rain Just buy it. Yeah,
1: and you fucking played it loads of times anyway. Yeah. So
2: gonna, so listen to it again.
1: They'll probably well if they're listening to this podcast, they're going to switch off, aren't they? They're going to go, oh no, I fucking I've heard this loads of times. Oh, you know what you should do. You yeah,
2: know. you should do a big up for Plan of the Damned. Right, and then play like something else no, just I to don't. wind them up
1: Well, no because when I put it on YouTube I put annotations on as well so people can click through as soon as the song comes on so they can click through from the YouTube they can just click the, the, and go straight through to iTunes and Bandcamp and, Annota- annotations. And
2: Band. is that Sanitation Sister?
1: no it's not okay. it's Annotations let me tell you about that oh, off air oh okay <laughs> okay here's Planet Damn fuckers see you
2: soon have fun bye <laughs>